my section of the Peter Rabbit Hole podcast. 15 seconds of relaxation before very loud talking. Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Annika, and you found the Peter Rabbit Hole. A hour-long podcast discussing a five to six minute storybook. What are we reading this week, Annika? This week we're reading The Relatives Came with the story by Cynthia Ryland with pictures by Stephen Gamel. Gamel? Maybe Gamel. I like Gamel. Gamel. I like Gamel, but I suspect it's Gamel. Could have looked it up on... No, well, I mean, I... But he, we didn't. I didn't look up him saying his name, no. This one is from your child. Yes, this, is, this one is one of mine that we read... Pretty often. Copyright 1985. Yeah. I'm going to take the dust jacket off because I'm worried I will, like, make extra. Yes. ASMR. So it's got such a great little... It, it right. shows you exactly what's coming. Yeah. Carload full of people <laughs> and so much luggage. So much luggage. I love the bouncing off luggage a lot. We will get to that. We will. Fun facts. Fun facts. It's so like I've never done this before. I know. It's terrible. Cynthia Ryland is also the author of When I Was Young in the Mountains. Which is a very important childhood very book. Very important book for both, both of, of us. us, strangely. Possibly a lot of people. It certainly won a Caldecott honors. And also we're the gonna, American Book Award. And we're going to cover it later, later on. So yes. I will stop my five minute discussion of yes, that because we're we not have reading that one later so cynthia ryland is from west virginia yes very specifically wait yes did you get a city name yes she is well i oh okay i got we'll get many to it. facts <laughs> her wikipedia article is surprisingly interesting for a children's book author are you saying children book authors can't be interesting no it's they just usually don't have that much information yeah they're normally pretty um so pretty. she's an author obviously and also a librarian oh which i think is pretty cool and she's written picture books and also novels for hmm. mostly young adult novels sure. but i think one of them was an adult novel but anyway she's written a variety of different, of different kinds of books she's won a newbery medal she has Caldecott honors and an American Book Award, and she went. She went to school for English, like for okay. to university. Yeah. She did English, and then she did something. She has two masters because she did a master's, I think, also in English. Sure. And then later she did a master's at Kent in library science. Ah, so logical that's cool, progression in right? life. Yeah. Uh, Ryland is her mother's maiden name, and she uses it as her pen name. Oh, nice. Which I think is nice. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's later. That'll be a fun fact for a different for when we do I, when I was going in the mountains. But anyway, so she's from Hopewell, Hopewell, West Virginia. I am not aware of then it. Then she which moved means... to Cool Ridge, West Virginia. I have maybe heard of it. And then to Beaver, West Virginia. Ooh, she has lived in smaller small towns. Town. Yeah. So when she was very small, um. Her parents separated, and her mom went to nursing school, maybe. Okay. Uh, and so she went to live with her grandparents in Coolbridge. So we've lived so with like different they, families, she, and di yeah. or different family members, um, different. which is directly influenced when I was young in the mountains. Um, but apparently, it was a like tiny towns. They had no libraries, right? At, at in or yeah. bookstores in all three of them. Ooh. What year was she born? Uh, I don't remember, but. She's in her mid-60s. Oh, okay. Oh, she's my parents' age. Yeah. She's way younger than I thought she was. So for some reason, like, when I was young in the mountains was so important, and this one was so important that I was like, ah, uh, yes, an aged lady. Yes. And no, she wrote When I Was Young in the Mountains when she was 29. Oh, okay. But we are, we are not going to discuss When I Was Young no, in the Mountains we're not. this time. This yeah, so apparently she did. I know this is a long... I, Ah. Oh, have you never seen? No. This is this is the shape of West Virginia. Oh, of course. Of course. Picture to be on the Instagram because yes. it's great because you get to flip someone off as long <laughs> as you just stick out your thumb at an angle. So it's a great, like, I'm from here. Yeah. And my guess is she lived Yeah, like, she was, in like, in Appalachia. Yes. Um, she did work at the library in 
Huntington for a while, though. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Um, <gasps> but when? In the late 70s. Dang. Yeah. Um, but she became a librarian when she was living in Huntington, and that's where, apparently, where she really was introduced to children's books for the first time. Was, like, as, a, like, an adult adult. I, kn- well... I'm familiar with like three libraries in Huntington. Yeah. I Send me your Wikipedia page. <laughs> I got some reading to do. Yeah. So anyways, so I thought that was interesting. That yeah. she, like she just, like they just didn't have any. No kids books. These, they just didn't. Small. And these and are like some small, small towns. towns. And they were not wealthy. And like there was a lot of like community and like her grandparents tried really hard and everyone was yeah, pulling yeah. together and doing the thing. But they just didn't have a lot. And they read some comic books. And that's what they had. So she's written a huge number of books. Yes. Like they have a whole list. Like they've got them listed by like type and series on the Wikipedia page. Uh And I was like, oh, that's a lot. (laughs) So many. I, when we're doing books from our childhood or Avery's, I try and borrow another one of the copies for the book so we can both have one. And the library did not have this one, but they had pages and pages of books by her yeah young in the mountains and she wrote the relatives and then a couple of novels and then sort of after that sort of so sort of like middle career as Mm -hmm. an author she started writing series and one of her better selling ones was henry and mudge yep which i sure read i did not but Boy, does Boulder Library have a, a bunch lot of, of them. them. I quite like... They're early readers. I was going to say, they look like early readers. But okay. they're not awful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yep. And I... Yeah. And I was reading this page and I was like, I had, no, I, I had no idea this was the same person. Right. For all three of these books. Like, it never occurred to me. I was... My mind was boggled. That episode um, of Hayo Fido that was completely lost. Yeah. And... I realized it was the same author as Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which yeah. is a completely important book. I had no idea it was the same author. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's just really interesting. Because yeah. more often, I think you notice when the illustrator's the same, same because the style right. tends to carry. Well, and I think a lot of times... Although I have something to... A new thing to boggle your mind shortly. Ooh. I, I think a lot of times a lot of authors find an illustrator... And they together have, like, a sense. So mm-hmm. it is surprising when eh, author just worked with a bunch of different illustrators and you had no idea. Yep. Never occurred to me. Oh, this fun fact section is going to be it's so lengthy. long. I'm so sorry. Uh, Stephen Gamble, I have less fun facts, but they are still very good. Okay. Uh, so he's from Iowa. Okay. A self-taught artist. Good for him. Um, his dad was an art editor at a major... Uh, magazine so and so his parents were like influence yeah and his parents were like yes please do art if you like it enjoy yeah a plus um and he started with freelance commercial work which i thought was interesting and then he was like but what about illustrating a children's book and then he did and then do you know what his best known illustrations are in i don't know but you're very excited to tell me scary stories to tell in the dark the trilogy (laughs) no yes to Whoa. the point where in 2011, they published a version with different pictures and there was such uproar that they got rid of that edition and put the right pictures back in. Do you, the like the terrible large lady person with the very long yeah. smile. Yes. And she's like, whom? And you, like the terrible clown who's looking out the side of his nose and he's got his, his like his nose is red. Oh, so clearly it was our generation that had the uproar and their uh, their children yes. got the books and they're like no these are and not these are wrong please <laughs> so send fun. them back i need the right ones back which i love uh, um, i feel bad for that illustrator just yeah. doing a job right like got a great paycheck did some cool illustrations what cool footsteps to follow in absolutely not <laughs> look sometimes you just can't beat nostalgia right also like I bet they still got paid. Oh, they yeah. better have still got paid. Mm, those people seem smarter about those kind of things. I hope. I hope. God, I Publishing hope. gets weird. But Publishing I suspect they still got, yeah. you know, 
not their paycheck. I'm always horrified when I find out authors aren't in charge of their title of their book. It just upsets me. Their cover art. It's it's an interesting time. I spend a surprising amount of my Twitter is authors largely in the fantasy and romance genres. And boy, they got some stories. But... Fun facts. Fun, those are my fun facts about Stephen Campbell. Mostly oh, it's the that's he, thin. Well, I mean, he also, you know, he's illustrated a bunch of stuff. A ton of stuff. Um, I always enjoy just, most notable work. Um, fun fact. Yeah. That's my fun fact. I figured our Cynthia section was quite large. Right. And more relevant to the story. Yes. It's funny. And we, we're, we're about to get there. But like. Yes. It's not that much story. No. And, but the pictures, I feel like, are definitely the second, like, there's a supporting role. Mm-hmm. But they are important pictures. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's very funny, because, like, I, this is a book that's, like, when I think of my childhood bookshelf, this one is, you know, there's um, only, like, six or seven books that really, like, pop out. That right, are like, yeah. these are books that belong on the bookshelf. And the rest of them, I'd have to look at the shelf and be like, yeah. yes, of course, all of these are here. Right. This is one that sticks out as, like... It belongs on the bookshelf. Um, but I don't always remember, like... It in detail. Yeah. But then I open it and I go, ah, uh, yes, the extremely important pictures. Yes. <laughs> which shall, we should talk about. Which we shall... Oh, we, shall we, should, we should synopsis our art. Well, we should yeah. synopsis our synopsis, I guess, first. Yes. <laughs> That's how the order goes. Synopsis. <laughs> A family from Virginia takes a car trip to see more family somewhere else. And while there, they eat, wreck, rebuild, and hug everything in sight. Everyone has a wonderful time, and they go home. Yep. That's that's what happens. Yep. And I have so many strong feelings <laughs> over such a... <laughs> and that's the thing, is like... Because I remember that plot line, and I always think, surely something else happens that I've just forgotten. It's just yeah. slipped my mind. Oh. Well, and grapes. Yes, the grapes, grapes are, are, are surprisingly important. Very important. We'll get to them. <laughs> kind of. Not really. Not really. But they're there. Yep. There they are, being the bookends. Often. Art synopsis. Art synopsis. Colored pencils. And just like... Just colored, colored pencils. pencils. One thing I will say, I love a colored pencil book. Um, I feel like it's very reminiscent of child of books of yeah. childhood. There's a lot of white of the page showing through. Yes. And like a lot of times in like grass and things, we're just kind of sketching them and leaving lots of space. And yeah. it's clearly a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very, there's a lot of hatching. Happening yes. in the colored pencil, especially in like the night scenes, mm-hmm. I find, which are my favorite. The beginning and end images, I think, are my favorite. These are country people. Yep. And so pages include a lot of sky and grass and just kind of being out. Yeah. But when you get to like the car or the houses, there's a good amount of detail. Yeah, and you can absolutely. Layering. Yeah, you can like like you get the character and the details of the houses and the car and the people. Honestly, yeah. they're very distinct humans. They are funny looking, so distinct funny looking, look humans, but super distinct. And we will get into the importance of their distinction soon. Ooh, there was an art synopsis in the book. Oh, is there? There is, and it is, da, 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 da. the illustrations are drawn in colored pencil. <laughs> <laughs> to go with our shelving notes, which are, one, family, fiction. Nope, family life. Oh, family life. Fiction. fiction. Which I The think, end. I, I completely disagree. This is not family life. No, family this is life road is trip and summer and... and Family gathering. Yeah. Fiction. Yes. Family reunion. Fiction. Yeah, there's... Yeah. This is not family life. No. Wrong. Shelby, next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we book? Yeah. 
So we talked about the cover of it is a great just Studebaker. <laughs> I I always yeah I always think of it as like it is an old timey car. It's a very old timey car. For some reason, long ago my brain decided it was a Volkswagen Beetle, like a seventies Volkswagen Beetle, which is which it is not. absolutely not. But like, I see no what you way. got there. It's... But that's what my brain said, and I look at it now, and I'm like Beetle, and then I go, no, it's not. That's wrong. And then my brain says, Beetle. Because it even has suicide doors. Yeah. But it's got like the distinct big bumpers. Yeah. It's very colorful. I do love how many colors that car is. It's a lot of colors. I think it certainly speaks to the uh, need to repair and maintain. Yeah. Like we've owned this car forever. Since it was new. Mm. Since it was... Well, maybe since it was new, but maybe not. But, like, we've owned this car for a long time. And it is the, the car. car. Yeah. I love how much emphasis this book puts on baggage. <laughs> <laughs> so much luggage. The, wait, we know, oh. the, what, what is this page called again? Publishing page. Publishing page. It's just full of luggage. Yeah. Of all different. So many kinds of luggage. Also, an ice chest that looks like a treasure chest. It does. I, that that I never occurred to me that that's wrong. It's very wrong. It's super wrong. It's very hard to know what time period this book is set in. Um, yeah, I was never sure. Having read the Wikipedia page, yes, <laughs> about Cynthia Ryland, which indicated that possibly this was drawn from, like, this happened most summers when she was living with yeah. her grandparents leads me to believe that perhaps it is the sixties. Like and there's a certain amount of like, when you live out in the country, time moves a little different. My mom, my mom's from Jersey and she went, yeah. she met my dad in college in West Virginia. And she's like, I swore all the clocks slowed down five minutes when I went to West <laughs> Virginia, which they live there now. Yeah. She's quite love, but it, it's definitely, it, it feels like it, could be the 80s it could be the 60s could be the 40s 40s, yeah it's very vague yeah so we start off and the moon's still in the sky i love that page it's very nice so much and they are loading is the right house for some reason to my brain oh yeah it's it's an old farmhouse it's small it's like the white wood the light the chimney all of it i like that house the colored pencil lines are a little wobbly on the planks and like the way the sky is shaded, mm-hmm. it just, it's the right page for me. And I love, we've got one person packing luggage into the trunk. We've got one person packing luggage on top of the car and we have one person working on the engine. Yep. <laughs> All important things to do at four o'clock in the morning. Which does not, I had to check because I kept saying it said four o'clock, but it doesn't say on the first one. Oh. On the first one, it's just the summer they came yeah. up from Virginia. The fact that the relatives are from Virginia yes. is key. And they left their grapes nearly purple enough to pick, but not quite. There. But I did look up what the grape growing season in Virginia was. Yes. Because it's the grapes are almost right, yeah. but not enough. We still have enough time to go on a big family trip. Grape growing season in Virginia is from mid-August to October. Huh. And this very is much... Is that grape harvesting season? Actually, I did type in grape harvesting season. Yeah. So, so like, they would be growing all summer. Yes. But, so, probably this is August. Yes. Or late July, it could be late early July. August. It could be... Technically, anywhere from like late July, they could leave by like Labor Day. Yes, and still be there. But it's also it, it was, was in the summer. summer. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like this book has pretty solid August vibes to it. Yeah, it does. It, oh, it's an old station wagon. Yeah, they say, and these are times like feels feels older, feels not. Yeah, it does that. It's Station wagon feels like an awfully new modern vehicle, but is however a vehicle you can fit a thousand people in. Yes. 
That's, I mean, if it's a station wagon, it's definitely one of those ones with a terrible seat at the back. Uh, oh, in yeah. The, in the trunk that faces backwards. Yep. And like whoever sits there just pukes the whole time. What but is wants it? to sit there. Because it's so fun. But what I is... only did it once. Oh, I hated it. Oh, it was awful. Oh, we I... didn't even go very far. <laughs> My mom got a new car and it was like a showroom model. And she's so mad because I threw up in the car. Christine threw up in the car. The dog threw up in the car. <laughs> oh, like in the first year she owned it. It was also a Sundance. So it was a small oh, car. Boy, that's Ford. not a great place to puke. <laughs> <laughs> so heads up, friends. We're going to talk a lot about being a kid and summer traveling because this book feels like it is of a big chunk of my childhood. Yeah. You the same or were you not? I mean, we, were you guys road trip family? No. I mean, we road tripped. We, we, we did one road trip, but we did it multiple times a year. Just to the cabin, to the cabin and home and then to the cabin and home. So it was like Memorial day to the cabin and home. How long was the drive? Five and a half ish hours. Okay. So it's not terrible. No. Uh, so long weekend Memorial Day, and then two week two weeks in the summer, and then again for Labor Day. Usually, sometimes more. My family live uh, grew up in West Virginia. I'm just gonna keep yeah. saying it yep. over and over again, but I'm the one in charge of editing, so <laughs> I'll just cut it up. My mom's family was in Jersey, which right. is this but strong vibes. It was nine hours away. Yeah. My dad's family was in Florida, as in discussed previously. Previously. Which was nine-ish hours away. That's a, such a longer drive. And oh, we dang. did a lot of road trips. Yeah. And you guys just did a lot of, like, We're, go to a show, right? Yes. Like yeah. an art, art We show. did about two shows a year with my dad. You yeah. Know, my dad just lived on the road. And we also loved to travel, but we drove yeah. most places. So, No, we didn't. We really only did go to New Hampshire go home. Sometimes we would visit my aunt and uncle in Vermont, but that was like a three hour drive. Cause they're right by the Canadian border. Gotcha. Oh, so you probably didn't have to wake up at 4am to no. go. Drive. I mean, we left, sometimes we left very early because it turns out crossing the board, the border Ooh. on Memorial day Ooh, I bet or labor day. Sometime. Or, oh no, we did it on, sometimes we did it in October. That was better than labor day, but like, so it's a five-hour drive. There, I can distinctly remember a handful of occasions where it was a nine-hour drive because we spent four actual hours just in the line to cross the border. And you get stuck, right? Like yep. you're, you're in hour two and you're like, this is ridiculous. It's time to go. And there's no way to get off the road and turn around and go to a you're in the border line. crossing. Because you're stuck now. You just live here. Right. Good thing everyone's peeing by the side of the road at the border. Ugh. It's awful. Oh, it was awful. It's the, the worst. put up like a facility? No. Seems like they could maybe sell some soda. Well, I mean, and... there was the duty free. <laughs> but no restrooms. But that was up the road. Oh, like sounds like you would have had time to walk back. <laughs> Probably. Mostly we didn't. Mostly we just griped and then we got... To go to the McDonald's in Randall. All that. <laughs> All that. <laughs> and we haven't even actually started on our road trip. <laughs> nope. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. The car, they pack the ice chest full of soda pop. Yep. And I go, what do you call a carbonated beverage? Licor douce. <laughs> You, That's you not spoke true. English in it's your not house. true at all. No one in Quebec calls it that either. It is technically what they're called, which is a soft liquor. Mm, weird translation. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you were to ask a for, soda, where I'm from, it's pop. And it wasn't until I moved into an area where it was soda. And I worked catering that ah. I finally had to change because no one understood what the hell I was saying with when I was like, I need two cases of pop. So I like the fact that it's soda pop to be inclusive because <laughs> in Virginia, I'm fairly certain it's soda. Ah. 
And where she grew up, it's pop pop. <laughs> I do. That is good. That it did never occurred to me that that was like, I was like, ah, a colloquialism. Great. <laughs> nope. Layers. <laughs> and bologna sandwiches. Yes. Which also, so many cooler bologna sandwiches. That is not a thing we ever ate. My mother had very strong feelings about a bologna sandwich, mm, which might woman. have been that they were okay on occasion, but we never bought bologna, so we never ate them. It was a lot of peanut butter. Well, a lot of peanut butter and jam sandwiches, as previously yes. discussed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we did usually, we would stop at a bakery before we left. And so it was like three hour mark. You were allowed to eat the pastry. <laughs> you couldn't eat it too soon. Nope. I was definitely woken awake to get in the car to hopefully fall asleep sometimes and ate so many cooler bologna sandwiches by the side of the road and i refuse to eat a bologna sandwich i refuse to buy bologna daniel every once in a while was like so bologna. i'm like cool if you want to go to the store and buy bologna you can but me bologna <laughs> no thank you <laughs> oh uh yes <laughs> I think so we, they get to they leave they live and we already losing one piece of suitcase. Yeah. God, I'm the troublemaker this time. <laughs> and they run See? over their own mailbox. Well, you know, maybe it was already down. Nope. Oh, no, it was up. They just, they're ex- very early in the morning. And they're very excited. And also that car is very full. It's very full. You never get a clear vibe on how many people are in. Until they get out of the car. But still, it's hard to get a head count. Yes. Susan, I love this page so much. Yes. They traveled along. They looked at strange houses and different mountains. And they thought about their purple crayons. (laughs) And it's just a valley and houses perched, ramshackle on the side of the mountain. And I went, home. No. This is. No, see, I look at that and I'm like, that seems like an exaggeration. What What a cartoony choice. Not as much as you would think. <laughs> I had a friend pick me up in college from Tennessee and didn't even drive through that much of the state by the time he picked me up. Just And he's like, it's like you guys live in the side of the hill, like hobbits. I'm like, doesn't everyone's backyard either go up or down? <laughs> Flat yards are for fancy people that live off the park. <laughs> Everyone else. <laughs> up or down. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And also West Virginia Mountains, very different than Virginia Mountains. Hmm. It never actually says where they're going. No, but I just, by Patreon, I'm like, either we have driven through West Virginia to Ohio, Pennsylvania, or we are in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. But that, West Virginia. (laughs) Drive with all of our suitcases leaving, and also we hit the mailbox again. Not just a mailbox, the fence. The whole fence. Just wha-bam. <laughs> so great. <laughs> like the car goes up on the back wheel. How has this car lasted for as long as it has? Maybe oh. this is why it's so many different colors. How many heads do you count in that in that car? They're just little blobs of pinkishness, but nine? I think it's nine. <laughs> That's a big car. Watching this, it kept reminding me of the Muppets movie where they're all <laughs> in the Studebaker. And then there's some kids out in the yard. Yeah, because that's, that's our narrator. Right. It, oh, so... It's the girl. The little girl. I was kind of assuming that... Which isn't... It's not super clear. Never defined anywhere. No, there's, there's one page later where they're asleep yes. where she's looking straight at you but, but that's like that's it. it yeah and then it was hugging time yeah time to hug and there's just so many people and it's yes. not clear what Who people live here where? and what nope. people come from the car and like maybe someone came from next door yes i will get to it <laughs> i love the character of all these people yes and 
this isn't one of those times when like it looks like a family and like we all no nope. nope just such a variety of humans just people yeah everywhere I kept being surprised by how much skin you get mm-hmm. in the people like it's just a lot of like shirts up and I don't and then also this fine gentleman in a bow tie yep who's he What's he doing? And the tie. Yeah. The idea that we drove that long in a tie. My friends. Yes. The people who live, who, whose cottage was next door to ours. Yes. The Baldwins. Although most of them were not Baldwins at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the Baldwins live right. there. Much like our cottage was the Scots. Despite oh. the fact that I am not a Scot. You're sure not. My mom is though. Oh. Yes. Um. <laughs> our one emailer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that fan mail, mom. So the Baldwins next door, they lived, well, the ones who were my friends, lived in New Jersey in like between, in the part of New Jersey that's mostly suburb between yes. uh, New York and Philadelphia. Yeah, North Jersey. So they did a, it was like a six hour drive, I think, okay. six or seven hour drive for them. And when they were small, they had to wear their best clothes for the drive. A drive. For the drive, they had to wear their good clothes. No. Yeah. Why? And I was all, so like, sometimes we would show up at the same time and here come Ken and Jessica and Brittany and they're in like, Brittany and Jessica are in these like cute dresses and Ken's wearing like khakis and a button-up shirt and I'm in like pajamas just garbage clothes like yes terrible leggings and like my shirt is all stained and my hair is going crazy and I'm like I had to talk to border officials how are you guys no you always wear comfortable clothes yeah you wear the worst clothes for the drive because maybe you will puke and also why would you be uncomfortable for the drive right but like that's a thing they did for years they even say like in the book like Pull it, uh, bah, 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 talk about the hugging. Yeah. The relatives just passed us all around the car, <laughs> <laughs> pulling a, pulling us against their wrinkled Virginia clothes because your clothes are super wrinkled. Yeah. Being in, in the, the car. car. Yeah. And this is not, that car did not have AC. No. You are so ripe. <laughs> yes. And there was a lot of bodies yeah. in that car. All smooshed. Yeah. I, yeah. No. I kept wanting the dog to have also driven, but I think the dog lives here. I think so, too. But, uh, I do always love the flat-top redhead kid. Yes. Who maybe is early 20s, maybe is late teens. Yeah. And he's picking up, like, literally picking up one kid <laughs> as he grabs another one. Yeah. It's it's so sweet. You feel the love. You do. On this page. These are just the goofiest human beings. I know. And then... And then we go inside the house. Time for more hugging. So, this page completely summed up visiting my mom's family. (laughs) For so much laughing and shining faces and hugging in doorways. And you had to go at least four different hugs to get to the kitchen to the front room. (laughs) That is my mom's family. My mom is from a very small town. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather's family is from the town. They right. like, the town is older than America. And his family has been there since the, the beginning. Town. Right. Uh, and my mom's mom family is from a equally tiny old town. Right. Right next to it. So when we go, it's just relatives and relatives and relatives and I would be a kid and I would be like mom are they family are they friends that feel like family are they friends that then became family (laughs) it's just so many people yeah and my grandfather lives in a house that feels like this first time we got up there I spent like the half hour drive being like Okay, so it could be my aunt and her two sons, or my uncle and his girlfriend, or it could be my aunt and her fiancé, and then this, and then these, and also then maybe my mom's best friend from, like, kindergarten will show up, and his kids, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and Daniel's just like, "Uh, okay. We're going to pull up, and it could be anywhere from 2 to 20 people. (laughs) I I think it was only 10. 
But still. (laughs) And you're just going to be hugged and stopped and stopped in the doorway for more hugging. God forbid when someone calls and we're all there. (laughs) So yeah, I pulled up this. I'm like, oh, it's going to see the family. Absolutely. And it's a nine hour drive to get there. See, this was always my like, that seems like an interesting time. Neat. That is not my family at all. Oh my God. Yes. Just like none of it. Oh, man. I am the problem child. You had no idea that your childhood book was going to be my episode. I was pretty sure. (laughs) It didn't occur to me until I was looking at it again, but then I looked at it again and I was like, oh, this is for Katie. Yes. I am shocked. I did not know about this book. Me too. Because I am tempted to like send it to my mom because I'm like, this was going to see the family. (laughs) And I love how it's the small house where it all opens up and new people are yep. inside the house and we're outside the house. Yep. Who are these people? Who knows? Family. Family. Relatives. I also love that this whole book, it's just relatives. relatives. It's like a mass. They're people who are relative to us. Again, because I would occasionally be in New Jersey and be yeah. hugged by someone and I'd look at my mom and be like, <laughs> because family is like, like yeah. the family you know. Relatives is when all of a sudden second and third cousins start showing yeah. up. And you keep being like, hi, thank you for this hug. How are we related? Had that yes. one time, I think. Maybe two times. No. For the Bradford family reunion. But like, that's it. The rest of the time. I mean, I have many cousins. Right. Because my mom is one of five children. It's all like two, two, two. So it's, it, you know. Manageable. If, if we were all to get together, the immediate-ish mm-hmm. family, it would be like 20 people. Maybe my, 25. My, my mom had 30 first cousins. Oof. Now, not all of them live in Jersey, but boy, a lot of them did. <laughs> And I feel like another key element to this is your generations merge and transcend between uh, she has a cousin, but the cousin's only four years older than me. Mm -hmm. So she is more my cousin. Yeah. My mom has an aunt, but her aunt's only like 10 years older than her. She used to get in trouble because her mom would require her to call her aunt aunt because it was appropriate, except her aunt was still in high school and did not like being called aunt <laughs> in front of her friends. <laughs> this has already gotten so long and rambly. Yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I guess it was my turn. Yeah, it was. Okay. So. <laughs> we have dinner. We have dinner just all over the place. Yeah. Everyone. And everyone's so happy. Is. It's just a book filled with happiness and love. But also more people we don't know where they came from. No. It feels a little bit much like they're all just relatives. It's a sort of amorphous mass of humans. And they do keep changing. In a like, you don't really know them. You know you're related. You're going to have a nice couple of weeks. But like, you could not pick them out of a lineup maybe in a month or two. Again... (laughs) My mom's family and also like different family from the area could attend Sunday dinner. Different other family could come back for, you know, Monday cookout. So part of the like ever evolving window of people feels right. Then we go to bed. Love the sleeping (laughs) scene. And there are not enough beds. So we're just piled just all over the place. Everywhere. Now, this page implies a lot of people came in the car. Yes. To sleep everywhere. Yes. I mean, maybe another car showed up that we just didn't watch. No, I refuse I to believe that. I don't think it did because it, we probably would have noticed, but like, maybe. I'm surprised with this many people, only one child is up being yeah. awakened because. There's a lot of flailing about and some very clearly large snores. Yes. 
who is this gentleman with the mustache? Did he have a bow tie on before? I don't know. No, I don't he's remember. Just, a... He's just some man with a mustache who sleeps here. But like he sleeps here. So clearly he is not like next door family. No. He's the introvert of the family. <laughs> he's been back on the porch trying to breathe some air. Okay. For our illustrator. Stephen Gamble. Thank you. Normally, you would create all the people, and it would be mom, mm, maybe dad. Yeah. Do you think he actually cared that much, or just he got to a page? He's like, "I'm just going to draw two here new people." Some, here comes some more people. I feel like the little girl is fairly consistent. Like yes. her hair and stuff is pretty consistent. Is she in the eating scene? Yes, I think she's feeding the dog. No. Oh, that's somebody else. Somebody else with braids. Well, she's not in the eating scene. Oh, uh, that dog! This dog is having the best time. Oh boy, he's so happy the relatives came. Yeah, I can't find her. Huh. Because that is the same girl, I think, from the when they yes. arrive. Also, if you're a kid and family is staying with you, you definitely you sure get don't ousted. get your bed. Yeah, yeah, no. No, that's for Grandma. Yeah. Grandma needs her bed. Yeah. There was, in fact, a time when my grandfather came and stayed with us, and he definitely got my room. And I know, maybe he did. No, he did. And we borrowed the chair from our neighbors because they had a good sit in a chair like a good big wing back chair yeah and like we didn't have an appropriate grandfather shaped <laughs> chair well the picture is so great of everyone sleeping all over the place and how absurd everyone looks when they sleep because yeah. let's face it you look absurd when you sleep yeah there's a great description but i enjoy the it was different going to sleep with all the new breathing in the house. Yes. Think about other people. You think of them sprawled mm. out and getting kicked and the snoring. But just... Just the, the noise breathing. of... Yeah, because it's like different tempos and like someone's got a little... <laughs> right. And they're like, what are these noises? To me, this is clearly a girl who shares her room, if not yeah. also possibly shares her bed. Yeah. You're so accustomed to the noise that whoever you share room with yeah it doesn't even occur to you they make noise until someone else points it out yeah so then we're just hanging out well they're there the for weeks they're, do you think they were actually there for weeks or just felt, felt like, like weeks. weeks hard to know they were there for a while because the right the grapes ripened the ripes grapened <laughs> <laughs> it's going great but if they were almost ready, grapes go pretty fast. I have no when idea. They go. We had a grapevine in our yard. It didn't make grapes. Oh. I mean, it was grapes. It was a grapevine. It made grapes. Um, some years better than others. And one year, I picked a lot of them. And we made grape juice, which was cool. Fun. It was a weird time. But they were like, they had really thick skin and like yeah. a lot of pits. It was it was a very small amount of grape to grape detritus ratio. Yeah, I having largely only grown up on grape store, uh, grape store, <laughs> grape store grapes <laughs> on grocery grapes. The first time I was handed like small farm grapes, I'm like, oh, no wonder peeling grapes was a sign of luxury. It was always weird to me until you're like spitting out <laughs> grape skin. Yeah, yes. You're like, ah, I see why wine is such a big deal. <laughs> right. I see how that seemed like the better thing to do with these. Yes. Uh, anyways, I would guess it's at least a week. I think so. And also, like they drove for so long. long I would guess that it's maybe even two weeks. I can maybe see that. Right. Which is a long time. Or like 10 days or something. Which I think they kind of experience in the fact that like, yeah. When you get there, everyone's excited. You do the big dinner. You do a couple. But then you're just hanging out. Yeah. And so you start fixing and gardening. Doing just, yeah. Haircuts by a gentleman who looks like not of the storybook. Yes. That's he, that's somebody else. Someone is making a cameo. <laughs> it, yes. It just, he feels so dapper. There's glasses. He came in from the big city. Yes. The... We, maybe, maybe for the Instagram, we will put up the picture of this page and you can guess who does not belong. 
I love all the kids in this page, yeah. and it reminds me, it reminds me of seeing all my cousins just hanging out on the lawn. Yeah, crawling over an uncle. It's great. <laughs> then we play some music again. New people, never yep. been seen. Nope. Although flat top redhead is fixing the fence. He is easy to spot. <laughs> yeah, we're having some music and they're eating up all the strawberries and melons. Which seems rude. Eh. I mean, it's what you do. It's what you do. And also, this feels like a time when all the strawberries became ripe. All of a sudden. And you're like, oh gosh, oh gosh, gotta eat the strawberries. It's like, either eat them now or we gotta start canning. Yeah. And I don't feel <laughs> no like one canning. Feels like canning. It's too hot. We don't want to boil the water. It's a lot of work. And it says melons, but it's clearly watermelons. Melons. And yeah. there's nothing else to do with them. But no. eat them. You can pickle the rinds. Have you ever had Sam to have those pickled watermelon rinds? I have had pickled watermelon rinds. I quite like them. I kind of do too. Every time I eat a watermelon, I think, I could pickle these rinds. Have I ever pickled a watermelon rind? No. <laughs> I have not. No, I think the like two and a half rinds I've gotten from Sam Sando was... Enough. Enough. Oh, oh, we didn't mention that ah. while they ate the strawberries and melons, they promised we could come eat up the grapes and peaches. Yes. Apparently that fruit does not grow there. Where they are. Again, this guy. Who's that man? Who Who is the guitar player in the gr loud, flashy green and white striped shirt? Yeah. He is possibly also making a cameo. <laughs> guitar player and the other gentleman feel more distinctive mm -hmm. than so many of the other people because yeah. lots of people have lots of good personality but but they're sort of woogy yeah they're, it's all got a little bit of like hazy memory quality yeah. to them and those two are drawn with a sharpness yeah that's... I agree <laughs> who are these men yeah like and then we did the family photo Yep. Which exactly looks like wrangling that many people for a family. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like 50% of them solid, 25% of them meh, and then just cannot <laughs> wrangle. Their last set, yeah. Yeah, like Uncle Gus and Sally over there. Yeah, just what are they doing? Not paying attention. Nope. And as someone who's normally good in a group photo, I'm like, can, 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 can we, we please focus? It? Can we just get this over with? Because nothing says a family photo by half of the people looking completely frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog. Having a lovely bowl, potato salad bowl looking mm -hmm. time. It's a good time to be that dog. And finally, after a long time, the relatives <laughs> left. Lost another suitcase. Sure did. Doesn't seem to impair the amount of suitcases we have on top. I feel like it's maybe like an endless supply. <laughs> and there's the little girl. Yeah. And knowing you said she lived with her grandmother for yeah. a time. It feels like we are outside with grandmother. I love yes. because you have to wake up and say goodbye. Bye. Yeah. I've definitely. There's definitely been times like the family is leaving. It's kind of a stupid hour. So you like. Pull the kid out of bed for them to like hug <laughs> and hug, and then you put them back in bed. And four hours later, they wake up and be like, "They left without saying goodbye." <laughs> like, no, no, well, you were there. Just, you just don't remember. It's fine. Super conscious. <laughs> Again, just so much skin. Yeah. It also made me think about hot summers. Not just that, like, you're hot and you put, but, like, your clothes are sticky and they, like, stick up on you. Yeah. And, like, there's no air conditioning in this house. No. There was no air conditioning in that car. There's no air Like, there's just, like, air conditioning has not encroached on this part of the world. And you've also imported three times the amount of people and body heat. Yeah. Can you imagine how hot that house was sleeping oh. at night? Oh. Oh. But they didn't have a lot of electric fans either. No. It does not seem like that kind of a house. Mm-mm. Makes, <laughs> makes me think of my grandfather's house. <laughs> there were electric fans, but that was also key to the sound of summer. It's electric fans blowing in hot air. 
and the relatives drove on all day and into the night. That's always when you know you've had a long drive, when you start and it's dark and it ends. And it's and dark. It's dark. It's just... I just really like... I like... I just love the driving pages. Mm-hmm. Because it's the night... I think it's the way he does night skies. I think that's the thing that I love the most. I can't quite tell. I was trying to decide why I liked mm-hmm. them so much. I think it's something about the night sky and the shadow... But kind of, it's kind of wispy. Like, it's obviously just colored pencil, but there's something yep. about it that feels watercolory. I think he's done really good choices of doing some very soft colored. Yeah, pencil there's some here. really soft colored pencil, and like the way that he's blended the colors mm-hmm. in the hatching. Yeah, and like where it's pressed hard and where it's much softer. Anyways, I love, it. I like that page a lot. That page is good. I always like colored pencil pages because you can really see yeah. what the artist did. But there's also, I think you mentioned the watercolor. This, the trees have a more watercolor Like they're feel. so blended. ghostly and yeah. blended. And yeah. Yeah, I think it's really nice. Yeah. Dirt roads the whole time. Whoa. Right. And that one. And then they're that back one home. Is so good. Into That's their little house. Yep. With their garage. I feel like the one thing this page is missing is the explosion of luggage that <laughs> we just we have lopped left, out yeah. of the car and just everything is just everywhere. And everyone went tomorrow. Just sleep in your own bed. Yeah. And tomorrow. Do we think the amount of people that were in that car lived in lived in this house or did the family I feel like we maybe picked up some people on our way. My mom always used to talk about like they had family in Tennessee, and it was more than just a family. Yeah. So I could see how, like, the Virginia family. family, not just the Virginia yeah. house, but, like, the Virginia family. family came to visit. The West Virginia yeah. family. Finally, the grapes. <laughs> and we ended on those grapes. And I thought to myself, I didn't know Virginia grew grapes. grapes. But did you know? That Virginia has a state grape. Oh. In 2011, the official state grape is the Viganeer. V-I-O-G-N-I-E-R. Vignor. Vignor? Probably Vignor. Well, I mean, it's in Virginia, so it's how they pronounce it. (laughs) Stay grape. It is apparently, Virginia is apparently very good for growing grapes. Huh. Please share your favorite Virginia vineyard on our Instagram page. <laughs> Does your state have a state grape? Let us know. You can email us <laughs> at thepeterrabbithole at gmail.com. Thanks, Annika's mom. <laughs> I don't think Massachusetts has a state grape. Quebec definitely. Well, Quebec has a lot of vineyards in the southern part. And they're French-esque. <laughs> I mean, they are French. Canadian. Yeah. I'm just saying, seems like you would have one. I mean, I assume we don't. I don't know. If you know. <laughs> if Quebec has a provincial grape. Let Send us a message at the website. Right. <laughs> com. Oh, this is going to be a mess of an episode to edit. <laughs> You're welcome, future Katie. Uh, do we think they're grape farmers? That's what I kept wondering reading it anew. That, like, when I was a kid, it didn't. It's just part of the story. Right, it's, it's just happens. that repeating. It was hard. It's so hard to say. Because if they were, I feel like that last shot should have had some vineyard in it. Like, right. like a grape farm is a very specific shape. Yes. And even and if a very you are not... shape. Even if you are not frou-frou about it, you, you, still, you still do grapes the thing. Like, grow yeah. up 
Yeah. They need something to grow on. And they like, if you're growing Ooh. them on purpose, you're growing them in rows and you're doing a thing. Maybe, maybe you are the labor for a nearby. That could be. But they promised that they could come, that the and eat all their and grapes. And eat all their grapes. Well, so I went, it felt a little bit more to me like, because I don't think that the family we visited were melon or strawberry farmers. No. I think they just had some of those in the These garden. These are people that had, yeah, have And gardens. like, I wonder if maybe they just have a couple of grape vines. When you're hanging out with someone from an area that's not yours, they say something in passing that's clearly very common to yeah. them. And it just sticks in your head. You're like, you guys have grapes? Yeah. Like when, like when people are like, yeah, the orange tree in my backyard. And I'm like, excuse you. Right. And like, no, those, those come from the store. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I know they come from a tree, but not like a yard tree. Like the store. So. Yeah. It's very much told from the kid's perspective. Though I find it fascinating that in this book, we don't have. We don't meet the narrator. We don't meet the narrator. No one has a name. No. We don't even have a strong perspective, but I think it gives it that great memory. Yeah. Feel. And it feels like maybe it's from the point of view of an adult remembering mm-hmm. their childhood more yes. than like I am writing as a child. Yes, I would very much agree. I think when I read the little caption mm-hmm. in the dust cover can't believe you still have the dust cover i do not yeah i don't know how that happened i don't avery gets a book with a dust cover and i just i throw yeah. it in our craft paper <laughs> too too much responsibility it's one of the only ones that survived but it's got a great little bio in her yeah but i'm really it is shown survive was a very good word to describe your dust <laughs> cover. <laughs> you can see a picture of the dust cover on the instagram at Peter Rabbit Hole. Love other podcasts. They're like, don't at me. We're like, please engage. Please at me. At me. At me. Please go for it. Give me hate mail. Just at me. <laughs> um, but use our hashtag. <laughs> PHR podcast. Okay. So. so the perspective of the yes. narrative. When I read her little thing about mm-hmm. her family now lives in Akron, yeah. Ohio. And at least at the time at the of the top, publishing. Yeah. Now I think she lives in Oregon. And when I did the quick search search for her and it came up, I was young in the mountains. And all of a sudden I went, oh, it's her. Like, it was very clear. Like, this is her memory. Yeah. This is her experience in West Virginia. And all of it just tracked. So yeah. if this is not a story from her life, I don't want to be told that <laughs> to yourself. Don't at me. <laughs> this one time. Just this one time. But generically, please. Please. Engage. <laughs> the rhythm. The rhythm. It's got a lovely little musicality to it. I always expect it to rhyme. Yes. I, and it doesn't. No. At all. But and it I don't has think it flows. Yeah, it, it doesn't set itself up to rhyme or anything. It's not one of those ones where you're like trying to catch on to the cadence of it. Yeah. Mm-mm. But it, yeah, it just sort of goes. And it's clearly a book you read in like a soft voice. Yeah. It's a it's an, soothing time. It's a real close to bedtime book. Which is funny because the illustrations are kind of wild. Yeah, they're so wacky and like there's so much happening sprawling but like <laughs> you talk about it and it's a gentle sweet memory and yeah. you use your gentle sweet memory voice yeah Very so much. yeah moral the moral of the story be sure you've attached your luggage firmly to your vehicle <laughs> before driving for nine hours oh uh. Family comes in and just like explodes everything. Perhaps we should be grateful for advances in air conditioning conditioning and car safety regulations. Oh, there's so many people in that car. So many. Are any of them wearing seatbelts? Absolutely not. That car does not not have seatbelts. No. 
as much as the story felt like it could have been set for my child, there are those key things that you're like, I never rode in a car with that, that many people. No. Cars didn't Certainly have that not much space. For that long. No. Okay, maybe you like ran to the blockbuster during yeah. the sleepover with yeah. way too many of you, but But that doesn't really count. No. What's funny, I, I very much relate to this book. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> but not from the narrator's perspective. I no. I am part of the circus that rolled in mm-hmm. and there was only over four of us. <laughs> But just yeah, that that energy of seeing family mm-hmm. you love so much, and they live too far away to see them often. Yeah. What are we reading next week, Annika? Next week we're reading Max and Molly by Jurg Obrist. I'm so sorry. I tried. <laughs> There's an umlaut, and they make me nervous when they're on a U. This is a book from my childhood, and I'll admit, I was a little surprised when I typed in the author's name. I was like, ha, kid. And I'll be doing the fun facts, so I can't wait to look up Erg. Mr. Jurg. Mr. Obrist. 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 Here's hoping someone on YouTube's got us. Oh, boy. Here's hoping. Cannot find out. I cannot wait to find out all about him and how to say his name properly. It'll be a good time. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oof.